Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps you to spice up your socials. I'm your host, Hannah, a social media manager and coach, and I bring you the latest social media trends, as well as tips and tricks on how to leverage social media for your business every Wednesday. Now, let's talk socials. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. Now, if you know me, you know that I'm spending quite a lot of time on social media in my daily life for myself to do some what I call reels research, if you know what I mean. And obviously also for my clients, because I have to schedule posts for them. I have to see that the comments are answered and all these kind of things. So as I said, I spend quite a lot of time on these platforms. And that means that I also see a lot of advice that other people are giving. And even in Facebook groups, I see questions about certain pieces of advice, whether you should be following it or not. So I get my fair share of bad Instagram advice as well, which is why today I want to talk to you about outdated Instagram advice that I think you should just chuck right into the bin. <laughs> Let's get started. The first one is, sorry to say it, but Gary V's $1.80 method. <laughs> now, if you don't know who Gary V is, how can I describe him? Well, he is a digital marketer, but also author, internet celebrity, founder of a communication, media and communication house, yeah, he's an internet personality, let's call him that. But obviously he has built his brand and his company with social media marketing as well. So that is what he teaches as well. And he has this famous $1.80 method that I see recommended so often on Instagram. And I want to talk a little bit about it. So first of all, what is the $1.80 method? I know it doesn't really sound like it has anything to do with social media. That was my first thought as well. But this is what he recommends. Now, he thinks you should every single day, mind you, every single day, look up 10 hashtags in your niche. So if you are, let's say, a website designer, you look up hashtags for website design that are relevant in your niche or that your ideal audience is using and then you go into every single one of these 10 hashtags and comment under the nine top posts and if you're good at math then you know that that would result in writing 90 comments each day now why is it called the $1.80 method because Gary Vee says that you're supposed to leave your two cents under each post so if you're good at math 90 comments times two cents is $1.80. That is why it's called $1.80. Um, yeah, so he recommends writing 90 comments every single day. Obviously, these comments are supposed to be quite meaningful. So it's not just a heart emoji or the fire emoji or something like, this is a great tip, but we talked about this in another episode already. So he means to say that you should write meaningful comments, 90 of them, every single day. Now, there's similar advice that I already talked about in one of my latest emails, if you are on my emailing list, which is engaging 15 minutes before and after posting, or sometimes I even see 30 minutes before and after. And 
Same thing as with Gary Vee's strategy. It's not that I don't like engagement per se. I actually love it and it's a great growth strategy. But I hate this one size fits all advice. And come on, writing 90 comments every single day or engaging for up to an hour is neither a sustainable strategy nor is it going to work for everyone. Yeah, engagement is really important. I have a whole episode about that, but it's not going to work for everyone because if your profile isn't optimized, for example, or your content is simply crap, then you can engage as much as you want, but people won't follow. Or even if they will, probably not for long because they will see "Mm, there is not much in here for me. I think engagement is a very individual thing especially because it doesn't come so easily to everyone. If you are an introvert like me, then it might not come as easily to you to write a nice and meaningful comment to someone that you don't really know in real life. So it takes a little bit of practice and I think having to write 90 comments is just way too much. Also, engaging for a specific amount of time every day, to me, sounds a bit like a recipe for burnout. And I think as a business owner, it's also just not sustainable. If you're honest, most business owners are already busy as it is. So popping another task on their to-do list that in the end might not even bring the results seems like a waste of time and energy to me. And to be really honest with you here, If other growth strategies haven't worked out for you so far, then I think there is a bigger problem behind that. And yet another strategy that is just a huge, tedious task on your never-ending to-do list won't change that. You first have to fix the other problems. So what I recommend is try to engage whenever you can. And if you're struggling with making time for that, then try to find windows during your day where you can do a bit of extra engagement. So for example, while you are cooking and you're waiting for the pasta water to cook, which is sometimes when I engage, then you know use that time, those 10 minutes or so to reply to a few comments or to have a look at some posts that are out there or maybe while you're waiting for the bus or when you're picking up your kids and you have to wait in the car for them to come out or, you know, whenever you have time during the day, engaging at that time makes much more sense than forcing yourself to sit down for up to an hour or to write 90 comments. That is just not sustainable. So sorry, Gary Vee, I know you are very hyped and you are a internet personality and all that, but... The $1.80 strategy is very outdated in my opinion. And also one more thing to add here. Yes, he recommends writing meaningful comments, but in my opinion, if you have to write 90 comments, the comments that come towards the end, they are probably not going to be very high quality because you're going to be burned out and you're just going to write comments for the sake of writing comments. And I think that is never the right strategy. Engage with content that you honestly find interesting because that gives a signal to the algorithm that you want to see more of that content. So if you start commenting on posts that you are actually completely not interested in, you're going to see more of those, those people, that type of content in your feed. 
which then in turn is going to make your Instagram experience so much worse because you're gonna hate going into the app and it's just a downward spiral from there. So what I would recommend is engaging with accounts that you really care about, some Instagram friends that you have made, people in the same niche, people in a similar niche, your ideal target audience, whatever, but make sure that you're actually interested in the content because then you're also going to write much better comments. Okay, second outdated Instagram advice. Liking someone's comment only when you just posted your next post to get their attention. (laughs) This is something that I see recommended very often and it's kind of a little bit of a secret tip still. So it's something that you would see in Facebook groups or in um, ex- more exclusive circles of <laughs> Instagram. And this is how it works. So basically, whenever someone comments on your post, you would reply to them, but you wouldn't like their comment, right? Mm-mm, no way, no liking of their comment. And only when you post your next post, you will go back to the last post and like all the comments that people have left. Now, first of all, that to me seems already way too complicated because you always have to remember, okay, now I posted, now I'm going to go have to have to go back to the last post and like all the comments there, okay? And that to me just doesn't make sense because I schedule most of my posts just so I don't have to be on Instagram when they go out because maybe I'm going for a walk or I'm having a drink or I'm listening to an audiobook or something. So that is the whole idea of scheduling posts in advance. So I don't have to be there in the moment. Um, So that just doesn't make sense to me. Also, it only works if you meet a few requirements. The first one is that the person that you are doing this to doesn't get a lot of notifications. Now, I get quite a lot of notifications on my Instagram, which is also why I have put out notifications so I don't see anything that goes on on Instagram if I'm not actually on the Instagram app. Mental health and all that. (laughs) But that is just how I do it. So unless I am checking my notifications to see if someone wrote a comment, I won't even see that. Plus, I mostly don't have the time or maybe even interest to check out the profile of that person again. So if someone likes my comment and I'm like, okay, they liked my comment, maybe they just forgot to like it in the first place or they just revisited their post and were like, oh, this is actually a good comment or whatever. But it doesn't necessarily make me go to their profile and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a look what they are doing. So this strategy kind of also works a bit on the fact that a lot of people know about this strategy because then they're like, ah, so they just liked my comment. That must mean that they have just uploaded a new post, which then would make me go to their profile. So yeah, you see already there's a bit of a problem here. In general, I just think you can spend your time in a more meaningful way then constantly checking your notifications, seeing who has liked your comment or only liking comments when you have posted a new post. Because I think social media marketing is also about authenticity. And to me, it's not very authentic if I only like a comment that I generally enjoy when I upload my next post. Because when I see a comment that I like, 
I want to like it right away and give kudos to the person who commented that. But again, everyone should do what they think is best. For me, I think it's outdated advice. And we have one last outdated Instagram advice, which is focusing completely on reels. Now, this one might be a bit controversial because I see so many gurus on Instagram say that you should focus on reels. Post reels as often as you can. I mean, Instagram itself, they recommend posting five to seven reels a week, which is so far from sustainable for any business owner. I mean, if you're maybe a full-time content creator, then even five to seven reels is a lot. But as a business owner, that is just completely unsustainable. So that aside, most gurus who recommend only using reels make that their newest program or online course. (laughs) If you are on social media, you probably know who I am talking about. There are these few personalities going around on Instagram who have gathered a few thousand followers because of Reels or with Reels. And now they are teaching how you can do the same by using Reels. And accidentally or coincidentally, their newest program or online course is also about how you can use Reels. So in my opinion... Focusing solely on reels for them it's, is actually more a way to promote their offer than it is real advice. Because after all, it's the unique selling point of their product, right? The product promises you that if you use reels consistently and focus on reels, that you will get good growth. So if they were to say, well, you post one reel a week and then do carousels and stories and all that, well, then their product wouldn't sell much. So it makes sense for them to only post reels. But for you as a business owner, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. A second reason why I don't really like this advice, and I think it's quite outdated, is that we don't have much insight into analytics of reels. So whereas with normal posts and stories, we see what people do after watching, we see if they went to the website, if they followed, etc. We don't have this information for Reels yet. So I think it's also quite a profitable course topic because you can quite easily get a lot of views. I mean, I just posted a Reel for one of my new clients this week and it got 3000 views and she has under 500 followers so mm, you can quite easily get a lot of views which is a vanity metric but apart from that you don't get much other information so we don't know if someone followed you afterwards if they went to your website or if they just simply scrolled on so that to me seems like a lot of quick wins that they can sell through their course and not much more to that apart from that. The main reason why I don't like to focus solely on reels is that you're basically neglecting the rest of your funnel. And now funnel is a fancy word for customer journey, also a fancy word. But the idea is that you want to move your customer from uh, your follower, from being a follower to becoming a customer. And you can't do that if you neglect the rest of the funnel. So Reels, as we know, are located at the top of the funnel. 
they are literally made to increase your following so that new people can discover you, that you can gain a bigger following and that more people can enjoy your content. That is the idea of Reels. So if you're just focusing on Reels, yes, you're going to probably increase your following. But if you don't nurture them along the rest of the funnel, they're always going to just stay at that top phase. So you also need to focus on nurturing your audience to convert them into clients. Because yeah, of course, it's nice to have a lot of followers, but you know, if they don't turn into clients, then there's no difference in your bank account. And last time I checked, the number of followers doesn't pay your electricity bill, your rent, your food, etc. So don't just focus on reels, because otherwise your followers will always be stuck at the top of the funnel and they will never move all the way down to become clients. And also another point here, not everyone enjoys watching reels. So if you just focus on reels, you might miss out on a whole part of your audience. So I think as always, a good mix of content and different content types will give you the best results. And another piece of advice, if you see someone just posting reels and offering a reels product, mm, dig a little deeper and see if they are really what they are telling you. Because sometimes people have famous parents or, you know, it's quite easy to buy followers as well nowadays. So just be careful out there. That's what I'm trying to tell here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you have any other outdated tips you want to add here. I would love to hear your opinion. Or maybe even if you aren't sure if a tip that you hear a lot on social media is still relevant, send me a message on Instagram and I can check it out for you. Last but not least, before I leave you, I'm making two changes to this podcast. First of all, I'm going to switch to bi-weekly episodes and I want to explain why. I really enjoyed recording podcasts every week, but I also want to keep providing high quality content and I can't do that if I have to rush through recording a podcast every week. And that is why I'm going to switch to bi-weekly episodes so you get an episode every two weeks, which means that the episodes might be a little bit longer. So instead of 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 20 to 25 minutes. And I will still update you on all the latest news and give you the most high quality content instead of rushing through and just recording an episode for the sake of recording an episode. And the second change that I'm making is that I will be taking a break of the podcast for a little while. I don't know, maybe two or three weeks, maybe a little bit longer, because tonight, if you don't know, the doors of the Profitable Instagram Academy, my one-on-one -on -one program, are closing. And that means that I will have to put all of my love and attention into supporting my new coaching students. And on that note, if you still want to join and you are listening to this episode on the day of its release, then send me a message and we can get you in. Otherwise, if you listen to this at a later date and you would still like to join, then you can already join the waitlist for the next time it opens for enrollment. But to be honest, I'm not quite sure when I will be reopening it again. Might be a few months. So if you want to get in now, let me know. And secondly, I will also be going on a little holiday to the South Island to be 
refreshed and energized when I start coaching my new students. So make sure to follow me on Instagram where I will be updating you on when a new podcast episode is about to drop. In the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic time and I will hear you next time, whenever that may be, to talk socials.